This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your source to healthy living. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you all for joining me today. Hypnosis comes from the Greek word hypnos, which means sleep, because the individual who undergoes hypnotherapy enters a trance-like state. I was curious about why someone would want to be hypnotized, what would be the clinical indications, and what conditions could be treated using hypnosis. So my guest today is Nikki Cosmo. She is a hypnotherapist talking to us all the way from California, and she's going to help us learn everything we can about hypnosis and how we can benefit from it. So Nikki, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I am super stoked to share the beauty of hypnosis with you guys. I like that you said that. I like that you called it beautiful because I feel like it is a very, very beautiful healing tool that not many of us are aware of um, the benefits of it. So in my mind, I know it sounds silly, but in my mind, when you hear hypnosis, you hear uh, or you see an image on TV where somebody says a secret word and all of a sudden they start walking around acting like a chicken or something silly like that, right? So that's my association with hypnosis and hypnotherapy. However, I know that it's incorrect. So tell us, what is hypnotherapy? Right. Well, so the stage hypnotists that you see who make you reveal your deep, dark secrets, the skills that they have are the same skills that I have as a hypnotherapist. So we're actually, it's the same work, um, but in hypnotherapy, keyword therapy, it's therapeutic. We're really getting down into the subconscious treasure trove is what I like to call it of just events and memories that have happened throughout our life to kind of take a deeper look at maybe things that are holding us back. Um, all of us here listening are probably adults and we might have some quirks or behaviors or patterns that we don't love. And so going to a hypnotherapy session just allows you to kind of discover what that is, get rid of it, and then live your best damn life. And that's exactly why we're here. I'm here to help everybody live their best life. So let's get an example of what somebody would want to be releasing from their lives, from their past, from their mind. Certain, there are so many things, but for listeners, I know I have a few, I'm sure, but for listeners, what would be one of the couple of the reasons why somebody would want to seek out hypnotherapy as a healing tool? Yeah, great question. I mean, I'll start with this. People typically don't come to me to release the presenting issue because they typically don't know what that is yet. They say, well, I want to make more money or I want to find my romantic partner. I want to heal a physical ailment that I have. But underneath that, I get to the root of where that began and why perhaps you don't have that thing yet. So they don't come to me saying, I want to heal my the wound with my mother, but that's what we'll get to. And is it always about wounds from our past or is it about something from a, a different experience? Like I mean, we always related back to our childhood, but could it have been something that happened along the way that led you to a certain behavior that's limiting you? Because this is what it's about. It's about our limiting beliefs. That's what I assume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's about our limiting beliefs. And it's also about anything that we took in from the ages zero to eight. So between zero and eight years old, we are in a natural state of hypnosis. We are easily suggestible. So everything we take in, whether that be from our parents or guardians, our society, our community, everything gets taken in and absorbed as our truth. With that being said, we might absorb things that aren't quote unquote good. That's why we are now 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. And we have these patterns and behaviors and we don't know why. Well, maybe it came from 
your school teacher when you were four, maybe it came from the bully, you know, the class bully, maybe you had an aunt who said something like you're stupid and that got implanted into your subconscious mind. And you talk a lot about transmuting the trauma. These are like really great words, really big words. But what exactly does that mean when we're trying to transmute trauma? Is that what hypnotherapy does is transmute certain um, traumas that have happened in your life? Not all hypnotherapists will be transmuting trauma, but my uh, expertise and it's in my wheelhouse to take on clients who have had trauma. That's really the sweet spot and where I like to help people. So what we do is very gently get down. And this doesn't happen on session one because I don't want to re-traumatize anybody. But with some time together, we build rapport and trust and we get down to perhaps what that root traumatic experience was. And that's trauma with a capital T or, you know, tiny T trauma. See it for what it was, not erase it, but just go, okay, that that's that. We recognize it and then we learn the tools or I teach the tools rather to kind of take that pain and make it your power. And I think that's where it all lies in, in feeling powerful again about yourself and about your choices and about where you're headed. And, you know, I don't want to talk about COVID, but I feel like the last couple of years has really encouraged a lot of us to find out where we are headed and where we stand in the world, because everything seems so uncertain. So do you find that that's what's happening in your practice as people are really coming out and wanting to learn more about themselves and be the best version of themselves? The past two years has created, in a sense, maybe not for everyone, but in a sense, an opportunity to look at some things within us that aren't so great. We all have little qualms and quirks and things so people are coming to me and saying, oh, yeah, it's it's not that person or that person. And no, and people don't want to point the finger outward anymore and blame. They want to look inward and take responsibility for their stuff, if that makes sense. And that makes complete sense because it is easy to point fingers. I realize that. And I think a lot of us do that because it's just easier. But when you're really diving deep down into where that hurt or that pain or that I, I always refer to it as limiting belief because I believe in myself that that's what holds me back on certain areas of my life. Cause nobody's life is ultimately perfect. I mean, we all are different. So I, so, but I may appear to somebody as, Oh, you have it all together, but I do know where I blocked myself now, late now that I'm, you know, old enough and mature enough to understand that. So is that something that, you know, hypnotherapy helps you do is understand where you've blocked yourself off. So going down into the subconscious mind, again, that's where 95% of our mind operates from the subconscious. So that other 5% is the conscious, which is what you and I are using right now to be present and chat with each other. So if we are operating throughout our day on only 5%, it makes you wonder what the heck is going on in that other 95%. That's just sort of the autopilot stuff that we don't know what it is. So hypnotherapy undoubtedly helps with that. Now let's dive deep into what sessions would look like, because I'm curious myself. I've never had a session with a hypnotherapist. I'm actually really curious to know what it would be like, and I'd love to experience it myself. So I think my first question is, what does it look like a first session with you, for example? I do all my sessions virtually now after the pandemic, which is great because hypnotherapy is just as effective virtually, if not more so than in person, because the only thing that's going on during hypnosis is 
you listening to my voice. So it's just my voice and your ears. So when I find when we do it virtually, people are in the comfort of their own space, which allows them to sort of loosen up and trust the process a little more. So we talk through why they're there. Maybe they want more money. I do a lot of work around that. Maybe they want success. They want love. These are hot topics. Some people just want to understand their purpose. So we really just chat like buddies, to be honest. And and I'm known for building great rapport because I I allow my client to understand that I'm really level with them. I'm not above them. It's not a hierarchy. So in order to create that rapport, we're just on the same playing field. And then I go, okay, are you ready? And they're like, oh gosh, what the heck happens now? And all the all that they need to do is close their eyes and listen. And if I get into the technicalities, all I'm doing is using a progressive relaxation that takes you out of the conscious mind. Like it quiets the the monkey mind and gets you down into the more quiet part of the mind, which is a very similar state to meditating. That's why they say it's like a trance-like experience because you're in almost a meditative state where you're trying to eliminate the moment thinking, like the thoughts that are happening in this very moment, for example. And then you're kind of allowing yourself to dive deep into what's happening in the back of your mind or deep down in your mind. Yeah, exactly. During uh, a session, um, are your clients asleep? Are they communicating with you? Are they able to answer questions? Is that how it is? Or is it more just listening and then you talk them out of the trance-like state? Yeah. So when a client is in hypnosis, they're not asleep. So contrary to the word hypnosis, uh, meaning sleep, you're not asleep when you're in hypnosis, but again, in a very deeply meditative state or trance-like state, where you have choice and you can move if you want to move, but 99.9% of the time you don't want to move because you're just so deeply relaxed. It's extremely restorative and rejuvenating feeling, kind of like you're melting into the surface beneath you and you just sort of let it all go, like all the tension, all the stress. And yeah, it's a wonderfully relaxing feeling. You also talk a lot about stress. Can we use hypnotherapy to help us relieve stress? We all have different levels of stress and your stress might not be my stress and something that stresses me out may not stress the next person out. But can we use it to understand why certain things are so stressful to us in our lives? Is that a tool that we can use for our better, like for our health and our wellness? Yeah, definitely. So trying to, so understanding why we experience stress differently the next person and understanding why a certain situation really stresses us out. We can use hypnotherapy to heal from that. Yeah, because someone might be operating from what they know that was only learned from, again, maybe their guardian, maybe their dad uh, got easily triggered by small stressful situations. Now you get easily triggered by small stressful situations and we're all just operating from what we know. So if someone comes to me understanding, hey, I operate like this and I don't like it, I want it to change, then we go down in there and we do heal some of the stuff with dad and we do heal some of the stuff with the triggers. Let's go a little deeper into understanding how trauma from early on carries forward into our adult years. I feel like that's a big area that even in my own practice, believe it or not, because as a chiropractor, I treat the physical body and we talk a lot about how what we're experiencing physically is a manifestation of our emotions a lot of the time. So sometimes pain in certain areas are triggered by 
an experience. So I actually feel like what you do, what I do should really be synchronous and we should be doing it to, together, essentially. Let's talk about how when you're a child, a certain experience could travel with you in the years to come and lead to other issues. Is that something you see in your practice as well? Well, first of all, I agree that any type of subconscious work should be coupled with any type of somatic work. So what I do is actually mind-body hypnosis where I bring in somatics with the subconscious work, because like you said, that's really the golden ticket right there. So A plus on that. Um, and how things get carried into our adulthood from childhood is, again, that the subconscious mind is like a hard drive. I like to call it a treasure trove. Other people call it a hard drive. And the experiences, the feelings and the memories just get stored down there. That's really it. It just, something happens when you're five and you're like, whoa, it could be quote unquote good or quote unquote bad. It all gets stored down there from zero to eight. So then from nine onward, when we have a bit more capacity for discernment, it's sort of like the zero to eight experiences or just what's underneath sort of governing what we do, even at 40, 50 years old. As you're going through a session, are we actually reliving that experience and maybe looking at it from a different perspective, maybe looking at it like it was actually a positive experience in the end because it created a certain uh, reaction? Is that a good way to address a trauma from your childhood? That is one method that some hypnotherapists use. I don't typically use that method to bring you back into the scenario because it does have um, contraindications. So that is one method of hypnotherapy. There's so many different modalities and methods within hypnotherapy. Can it be helpful to go back into that scenario and sort of relive it and reframe it to a positive outcome? Totally. But that's just not something that you practice, but it is a practice that does occur. Yeah, yeah. It's a practice that occurs. It's not a practice that I use, but I do do a lot of reframing. So rather than visually taking someone back into the scenario to relive it, just because I've been through that and it wasn't pleasant, I, I take a different route to reframe with words, like positive words, positive thoughts, rather than the visual of being there. I have two children, right? And I always wonder, am I giving my children issues, right? That they're going to need to have therapy for later. I, I try not to. I try to do the best I can, but is it inevitable that at some point we should all experience hypnotherapy to remove those traumas that we may not even know? The person giving you the trauma may not even know that they gave you trauma. I think back to my own childhood and I think I had an amazing childhood, but if I dive deep down, there probably are certain experiences that gave me some anxieties, that gave me a bit of fear, limiting beliefs. So do you feel that we should all at some point experience hypnotherapy to dive deep into that subconscious, even if you feel that you had a great childhood or great experiences? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I can relate with you where, you know, it used to be sort of my autopilot sentence. Oh, I had a great childhood. I, I remember smiling and laughing all the time. I had everything I needed, maybe not everything I wanted, but I, I have my own hypnotherapist. And for the last year now, I'm like, oh, Okay. And I'm seeing things clearly now where, yeah, there was maybe this situation or this event that is undoubtedly affecting how I operate today. So sometimes we don't even know that they're there. When we come back, Nikki Cosmos, Cosmic Relations University. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059theregion or email us info at 1059theregion.com. 
The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Nikki and I were discussing hypnosis and all the things it can heal. Now I want to place some attention on how we can create a life of abundance, health, and happiness. And now, Nikki, you have a Cosmic Relations University. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about that because it sounds really fascinating and I feel like we could all benefit from this type of university or this type of training or experience. Prior to the pandemic, I had a very strong download or vision that I was to start holding in-person retreats and I was already in the midst of planning that. It was was going in that direction and then the pandemic hit and I can't do that now. Um, So I just, I sort of polished up the information and, and the framework that I already had and I said, you know what? I'm going to create this to be an online space, but I don't want it to necessarily be an online retreat because it just didn't fit. You know, retreat, I think in in person, I made it a university and it's 12 months long and each class is a different class on spiritual studies. Some are more new age, some are more ancient, ancient wisdom. And it's really for people who either A, have been through college already and don't love what they learned, or maybe they're not using their degree, or people who maybe haven't yet been through college because they they don't like the traditional route of going that way. So it's really, it's an alternative and holistic way to get a degree. So you say that everything you want is on the other side of your subconscious. What does that mean? And is that what the Cosmic Relations University is all about? Yes, it is. The first two classes in Cosmic Relations University are all about the subconscious. And class three and onward, we just dive deeper into all other things like somatics, breath work, death and dying, even, um, you know, womb wisdom for women or female identified beings, anything having to do with blood mysteries. So we go, we go all over the board, but yes, subconscious work is how we start just so the students can really understand. Well, you know, you can gain all this information and go to classes and learn a lot, but if we're not doing the work at the subconscious level, it can just come in and then bounce right back out. Where does the ego fit into all this? The conscious mind has a lot of names. It's the monkey mind. It's the conscious ego mind. It's the thing that sort of gets in the way and says, no, 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 we don't have to go down in the subconscious. Everything's copacetic. Everything's fine. And it can get in the way. And I actually have never heard of it referred to as the monkey mind. I really like that because I feel like I imagine it just being everywhere and jumping around. And I do feel, and I agree that I think we all operate only at the ego level. Is that what causes us to not really be able to get deep down into our subconscious? Because I feel like if we did do that more often, and if we taught people to do that, then we would all operate a little um, healthier, a little happier. And I feel like there would be a lot less stress and anxiety and anger in the world. The conscious mind where the ego is living, it governs logic, reasoning, and willpower and decision making. So in a way, we we need our ego and we need our conscious, but it's only that 5%. So imagine if we made decisions having all of the knowledge and wisdom of what's going on in that other 95% and kind of pairing them in a way that works for us. You talk a lot about, you know, using the hypnotherapy to find or to learn how to get the things in your life that you want or people think are going to make them happy. And, you know, I guess the big one was, you know, looking for love. I want to find more love in my life. But I actually think that another big one is wealth and how can people gain more wealth? So what is the wealth consciousness brain training? I think that's a big and important topic because I think it says a lot about how we operate in the world, depending on where we want to be in terms of our wealth. Because 
I believe that health is well. Once we have the mind, body, spirit in balance, then you always have enough wealth. But mm. talk about what that really means. If you're not getting the wealth that you know you want to have one day, or if you're not finding that romantic partner that you know you'd like to have one day, we go down, down, down multiple levels. And typically, I'd say 95% what's at the core of that is worth self-worth. There have been arguments that come forward and say, but I work so hard and I've done my darndest to make, you know, 50K or 100K or more. And it's not coming to me. It's not coming to me. And I'm like, well, listen to the words you're speaking. Listen to the words you're thinking. And so we have to get down into that worth level. How worthy do you feel? And how willing are you to put in work to kind of unravel these old thought processes? And that's really what it comes down to is the thought processes. And so once again, it brings us back to the trauma that maybe at some point in your early years, somebody said something or did something that made you believe that you're not worthy. So what if we all, I think one of the fears, because this is a conversation that I have a lot in my own practice. It's very interesting because although I adjust joints and I get people mobile again, we talk a lot about, you know, the connection. So I talk a lot about we are all entitled to health, happiness, and wealth, of course, because to me, it's all one of the same. But if we don't, it's the same thing with health. If you don't believe you're entitled to be feeling 25 forever, even though you're 45, then you're going to feel like you're 95. So it's all a matter of understanding where you want to be and putting yourself there and not feeling like you don't deserve it. Is that, is that the right way to look at it? Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. So I have a lot of clients who will look outward and, and say, well, that, that wealth is for that person or that type of beautiful love is for that person. It's not for me. And I go, yes, it is for you. It's for everybody. So that, that's that monkey mind, that, that thought that we have to kind of kick to the curb and say, get the heck out of here. Maybe, maybe that thought served that person for the better half of their life, but it doesn't serve them anymore. Do you know what I mean? Mm, absolutely. And so I feel like, and I'm just asking these questions, I'm imagining myself in a session with you thinking um, how much healing I would actually get just by speaking to you, because I think I am right now. Um, I feel like if you retrain the person's subconscious, because that's what this comes down to. It's about retraining it. It's not necessarily only about diving deep into the subconscious, but it's also about retraining the subconscious. I, I want to make that clear to listeners because I feel like if they don't understand that, it's about diving deep, finding out what happened at the subconscious, but then retraining the subconscious to think differently. Mm -hmm. All right. Absolutely. Yes. Because one example that I still like to give is because the ages zero to eight, we're so tender and we're taking everything in like these beautiful little sponges, just absorbing it all. But if by chance a kid on the schoolyard said, you're so ugly, that one moment, that one split second moment is still living at that subconscious level. And maybe that person has identity issues or issues with feeling wanted or worthy or beautiful now in their, you know, later years. And they're like, why, why do I think this? And then we get down to that. Oh, that child said that to you. That's, that's what that is. So let's reframe it. Let's reprogram it. And I guess that would also be the case for somebody who stays in, let's call it a toxic relationship because they don't want to feel alone. They don't want to feel maybe unloved or not loved enough. So 
this is where all the healing can start. And then it'll just create like an upward spiral of positive attributes all the way around. Yes, 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 yes. So back to Cosmic Relations University. So if we, if, if I was a client and I wanted, or if I was a student and I wanted to take the course, does it allow me to do hypnotherapy on somebody or is it just more about knowledge? Cosmic Relations University is more about knowledge, although I, de- I do teach a hypnotherapy training to certify people in hypnotherapy. And so you, you teach them to do the hypnotherapy and to be able to use it in their practice, or do they have to have, um, you know, do they have to have other training or is it just strictly if they want to do hypnotherapy on clients, they can go right ahead and do so? Yeah, it's just strictly hypnotherapy. So there's a lot of trainings out there that are weekend trainings or maybe like a four-week training. And with my background in psychology, I just felt that that's not enough. It's not enough. I don't feel comfortable positioning someone as a hypnotherapist after a weekend training. I wouldn't feel right in my heart. So no digs to anyone out there doing that, but which is why I created my training to be eight months long. And we, we meet twice a month and it's very extensive. If you ask the students, they're like, you gave us too much homework. I'm like, there's a reason for that. I want you to be the best of the best. You must be teaching my children because they have have too much homework. (laughs) So one last question before we start to wrap up here. After a session, what has some of been, what has been some of the feedback you received from your clients? What can a client expect to feel after a session, after two sessions? And usually how many sessions do you require before you really notice a big difference in how you're operating on a daily basis? Because that's the question I get as a chiropractor, how long is it going to take for me to feel better? And I know it's different, but just roughly, how can a person expect to feel after they've had a session with you? Immediately following a session, complete rejuvenation, complete groundedness and clarity. Some people might have emotions arise right away. The emotions might come in a wave maybe a day later, but it feels like that twilight feeling when you're just waking up and you're kind of gooey and you feel really nice. That's the immediate feeling. But anywhere from 24 hours later to a couple days later, they might start feeling the shifts almost immediately. I I usually see a sweet spot around session three or four. That's when they're like, whoa, okay, things are happening now. And I have people who sign up with me for three months. I have people who have been with me for two plus years. So it just depends on what you want. If you feel like you reached your goal and you're done, then sayonara. But if you want to stay around for the maintenance, I call it maintenance, then it's really just an addition to making your life the greatest it can be. It's interesting because um, in my own practice, it's usually that sweet spot is usually three to four visits before you start feel like you're getting back to your normal functioning self, depending if it's if it's an injury where you, you know, hurt yourself playing a sport, that's different. But if it's just like a chronic thing, usually three to four sessions, three to four visits. And then I do the same thing. I have all of my clients on a maintenance program because what we both want is for our clients and patients to live their best life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, the subconscious and the somatic stuff is really, really the way to go. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't just stop. You know, we don't just eat, we don't eat healthy for three months and say, okay, we're good to go. You keep it up. So it's the same thing with your mind and your body, as you know. Absolutely. Nikki, I cannot thank you enough. This has been an absolute pleasure. But if listeners want to book a session with you, if they want to learn more about your Cosmic Relations University, how can they do that? 
Yeah. So I am the most active on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at Nikki Cosmo and that's N-I-K-I-C-O-Z-M-O. And that's also my website. So NikkiCosmo.com. And they can have virtual hypnotherapy sessions with you as well, right? Oh yeah. I have clients all over the world. So I'll be calling you from Malibu, California, and I wish you were here, but virtual is the way to go. That's amazing. And you can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Michaela or my website, ClaudiaMichaela.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you all live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at healthyplanetcanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.